For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm Tori DeSimone, shocker, and I hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. Um, I feel like we are in, we're thick in winter. You know what? That's what I'm going to say. We are thick in winter, baby, and I am feeling the effects of being thick in winter. I'm actually recording this episode on a Friday. And I'm someone that adores natural light. It is the best ever. And when I was apartment hunting, the big thing for me was I wanted good natural light, as I feel most people do. I feel like guys don't really care. Okay. I don't mean to generalize all guys like that, but don't you think guys just like dark places or like if they have a house or an apartment that's like north facing they just simply don't care unbelievable to me anyway like many people I wanted an apartment that had a lot of light and I wanted a house that had a lot of light and I never knew the importance of a lot of light until you don't have a lot of light right so um anyway my apartment is south facing which is great I have all day light without like the direct sunlight which is super awesome so my apartment doesn't get like hot or anything but it's always very bright um so anyway what I'm getting at is I'm recording this in the middle of the day on a Friday with all of my blinds down I have not opened up my blinds once today and I'm sitting in a cave and I have to admit I kind of like it but I won't like it every day I only like it because today it is cold out and it's raining. Gross. Listen, if this was snow, I'd enjoy it. I would. I like snow. I know a lot of people hate snow. I like snow the day that it falls. 
and the day after. But like after that, a couple days after that, I'm good. It can go away, but it doesn't. Then it just becomes like sludgy and gross and blah, blah, blah. But I do like when like the snow falls, there is something like very nostalgic and magical about it. I'll be honest, like I feel like a little kid every time, every time it snows. So that's always fun for me. But when it's like February and it's 40 degrees and it's raining and it's gray outside, like this is miserable. So I didn't even put up my blinds today and I just decided to be a caveman and stay in my cave and watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills which I'm back on, by the way. I never watched the 11th season, um, but now I am. And boy, was I missing a good season. I just honestly can't get into Orange County. I can't. Like after watching Salt Lake and Beverly Hills, it's so apparent to me that the girls in Beverly Hills are genuinely friends. Like at the very least, like Kyle, Dorit, Lisa, and Erica are genuinely friends. And I feel like they all have an actual good time with one another. And the drama, honestly, thank God for Erica because she is holding the storyline on her freaking back because there's not much drama within the girls. Like, sure, Lisa and Garcelle go at it a couple of times and Sutton and Erica, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, like they're genuinely friends, which is nice to see. And when I watch Orange County, it is so apparent that they're literally just put together to film. And there, there's something to be said about people that are actually friends at the end of the day. It is so much more genuine. It's more fun to watch. I don't know. I really just can't get into Orange County these days. Um, I will continue watching and update you. I literally feel like my podcast is an intro of me saying, hello, I'm your host. And let me go to talk about Housewives. And then something else, like our topic of the episode. Um, yeah, I guess that is my brand. I do love Housewives. Um, you guys know Mike's Mike on YouTube. He just posted a three-part Pretty Little Liars series. I feel like I could do that with Housewives. Now, look, I don't want to do that, though, because that took him three months, and that was so much effort. And I think it was in, like, the first video he was like, if you're wondering what a master's degree gets you, like this is it. And so true. Like <laughs> he put in work for that. Um, but what I'm getting at is I love Housewives as much as he loves like Pretty Little Liars. So very interesting. Very cool to watch. I recommend it. Mike's Mike. I've also really been into deep dives lately on YouTube. Okay. I've, I've been in, I've so been in YouTube lately. I've always watched YouTube since like literally OG, like 2010, I'm on YouTube, okay? But I'm talking like lately, I have been on YouTube nonstop. Um, and I also account it a lot to me walking more on the treadmill because it's way too cold to go outside. So I've been walking on the treadmill more and I just save all of my YouTube videos for the treadmill and it is awesome. I get in so many more steps. I posted a week ago, like a lot of like what I was cooking, what I ate that day, what I was like working out with wise. It was very like Tori Sterling fitness vibes, which by the way, don't go looking for that account because I locked myself out of it. I don't know the password. And if I did, I would delete it because it's so embarrassing, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. Um, 
Where was I going with all of this? I don't know. I don't know where I was going with any of this. Seriously, where was I going with any of that? Oh, I've been walking more on the treadmill. Yeah, I've been walking more on the treadmill. And I just watched my YouTube videos on there. And I've been into deep dive. I've been into vlogs. Like 45-minute week of my life are my bread and butter when I'm on the treadmill. Same with like, like – actually, let me go on to my watch later and just tell you guys some of my watch laters because I feel like I have some really good watch laters. And if you guys don't utilize watch later on YouTube, you totally have to. Okay. Oh, I always have Kenzie Elizabeth's week of my life's in there, like her weekly vlogs. I'm a huge fan of Kenzie Elizabeth right now. I have a Margot Lee episode in it and Alyssa Lynch, my top five healthy habits. Oh, I'm obsessed with this girl, Jordan Sloan right now. She's absolutely gorgeous. And she's also a fellow blonde brunette girly. So that's my vibe right now. Um, what else do I have? Oh, I have the evolution of James Charles from Smoky Glow. That's an hour and 10 minutes. That'll be a fun one. Cruel, happy, cruel world, happy mind. Trisha Paytas, YouTube's biggest liar. Very interested to see what that video is about. I guess I can guess. Haley Elizabeth, conspiracy theories that keep me up at night. John Bonet Ramsey, the missing Trump family and more. Interesting. Another week in my life with Kenzie, apartment hunting in New York City. Those are my kryptonite. I will probably never move to New York City, but I love watching the apartment hunts in New York City. Um, another glittery New Year's Eve makeup from Jordan Sloan. I just love her. Um, reading changes your brain. Let me explain. That's by Jack Close. It's only a six minute video though. I'm looking for like hour long videos, you know, that I can at least break up if I'm doing like 30 minutes on the treadmill. And then what else do I have? That's pretty much it. Those are like my currents. But like every Sunday night, no, honestly, who am I kidding? Throughout the week, I will just continuously add to my um, watch later. But I really do miss Mike's Mike Pretty Little Liar series. That like was awesome. That was an awesome moment for me. Let's see what else did he just recently upload. Um, gather around. It's time for a meme. Oh my God. He posted this one video and I thought it was so funny. He is so funny. This is literally just like us hanging out and I was having like total girl time. You know, what other podcasts I've really been into is Tana Mojo, um, her canceled podcast. I listened to her episode with Tim Dillon, who is that his name? Tim Dillon. Let me look it up. Tana. I need like, you know how Everyone's always like, they have, they're like, look this up, blah, blah. All right. Uh, episode 21, Planning Tanica 2 with Tim Dillon. I thought Tim Dillon was a DJ until I clicked on this and they said he's a uh, comedian. So I'm glad I now know. Cause I, and then I was like, who, what DJ did I think? I was thinking Dylan Francis. Um, anyway, this is literally just me like talking to you guys. Wait, where was this video from Mike's Mike that I thought was so funny? It's, oh, here we go. Judging rich people's houses from the safety of my one-bedroom apartment. So funny and so true. I do that all the time. Literally me living in a one-bedroom apartment right now. And I'm like, oh, I would never buy a house that looks like that. And it's like $70 million. Like, girl, you can't. You wish you could. That is true. I wish I could. One other thing that I need to discuss as I'm talking um, I think I grind my teeth really bad at night because I've been waking up the past three nights in a row now with extreme jaw pain. 
and it it hurts so bad. Like I wake up and it feels like I got punched in the face. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. 
It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. So I think I need like a night guard or something. So let me know if anyone else experiences that issue. Um, Okay. I've also been watching Euphoria, which I did not watch Euphoria up until a week ago, even like season one. I tried season one, episode one so many times, but to be honest, the show is always just a little too heavy for me. Um, I tend to get, I guess, triggered is the word that we use now. I guess I tend to get triggered just by really heavy topics. Like I've never watched 13 Reasons Why and I probably never will. It's just a very heavy topic for me that I don't always like to watch in my free time. And Euphoria was like the same way. It was a very heavy topic and the whole show is just very heavy and very sexually charged. I had no idea I'd be seeing that much nudity. Um, so I feel like you have to be like prepared to watch Euphoria. Once I got past the second episode, I was really hooked and I was really into it. And then you kind of just get used to all the heaviness of the topics. It is heavy. It's disturbing at times. And it's a little extreme, I feel like for high school circumstances, but at the same time, it's extremely relatable and I really like the show. I'm going to start season two tonight and then I guess I'll be caught up by next week's episode when I talk to you guys. But yeah, I'm really liking it, which I can't believe I'm saying because I I really didn't think I'd ever get into Euphoria. Um, but it is a definitely heavy show. I, my favorite character is Jules, which according to how season one ended, maybe people don't like her after that. But I really do. Like, I really like Jules. She was definitely my fave the whole show. Um, I also really liked Fezco the whole show. I don't know. He just gave me Mac Miller vibes and I really love Mac Miller. I mean, who doesn't? Um, so I really liked him and I just thought he was just good to Rue, even though like when she was screaming at his door, like she did have a point, like her saying like, he did this to me, blah, blah, does kind of have a point there, but I still really like him. I think he really cares for her and that's always nice to see. Um, of course, I love Rue. I mean, who doesn't? It's it's hard because the entire show, you're just really rooting for her. Oh, it's crazy. Um, Nate, oh my God. It's so crazy to see Jacob. I don't ever say his last name right. Elderly? I don't know. It's so weird to see him in like all of the roles that he normally does play the character of Nate because 
such a switch up from how you normally see him portrayed. But now I can't see him any other way. Like, I feel like he's like a menace. Like, he's literally like the equivalent of like Alison de Laurentiis. He's literally blackmailing the whole town. And he just like, yeah, he's blackmailing the whole town. And now I can't imagine him any other way. Like, I feel like that casting was so good. Also, I think this is widely agreed upon, but the casting for all of the younger characters to their present day self, so good. I mean, Euphoria has incredible casting. Like, even Nate and his brother look like they are brothers in real life. Like, I just think the casting is really, really good. Same with Rue and Gia. They look like sisters. Um, Cassie and Lexi, I think, make great sisters. And um, Cassie and their mom, I think, really look a lot alike. Um, it's just, it's really, 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 really good casting all around. Um, I also learned that Maddie was 30 years old when she was playing Maddie. Um, that was crazy to find out. I really liked Maddie. Um, I really liked Maddie because she had brown hair. I feel like literally ever since dyeing my hair brown, I'm like, with I'm like team Burnett. I'm like, go Burnett's. Um, no, but it's true. I just, I really, I really liked her and the fact that she was a brunette and I am like a new brunette to the club. I'm just like, go brunette, team brunette, whatever. I really did like Maddie a lot. I thought she was a great character. And Lauren Geraldo just posted a vlog a couple days ago talking about the outfits for Euphoria and how like the girls were like, I am Gia and like, what is the other one that the girl shop at like House of CB or something like that? I don't know. Um, but they wear like those actual sets from like Princess Polly and stuff like that. And I love that. It feels super real and super normal and relatable. Um, I really like it. And overall, I think Euphoria is great because of the cinematics. The show is truly very cinematic. The lights, obviously the colors, but the constant symmetry in that show is beautiful, which might sound very weird to like talk about, but there are so many scenes where it's a dead on like pan over bird's eye view and the shot is perfectly symmetrical. Like when Nate is getting into Tyler's apartment, um, there's a shot of him like looking over the balcony and it's a perfectly symmetrical shot. And that happens multiple times throughout the show. And every time it came on screen, it's just very pleasing. And there was a sh there was a scene when Rue was laying in her room and her bed and the camera panned up and it, you see like a bird's eye view of almost like a dollhouse of her actual house. It was just beautiful. Like the, the cinematics of the show are really, really great. And I feel like most of us appreciate a good cinematic show like that. And it was just very well written, very thought out. Every shot had a purpose and it wasn't a show that took all of my attention to understand what was going on. Like I was able to go on my phone and kind of like zone out from time to time and still get the gist of what's going on. And I didn't have to focus too much. Like when I watch Yellowstone, for example, like I have to focus. Otherwise I'm going to miss an important detail and I'm going to be really lost. With Euphoria, I didn't feel that way. It was digestible and a really great show. Um, but it kept my interest the whole time and it was just beautiful cinematics. And like, all the events that they chose, like the carnival, Halloween, the winter formal, like all those events went with the theme of like purple, blue, and it was just great. I loved the makeup in it. Just overall, a really cool show.
That sounds so sponsored. This wasn't sponsored, obviously, um, but it just sounds really, really cool. So, um, I, yeah, I really loved the show and I'm excited to start season two tonight. Um, okay. I feel like I've been talking enough. I was going to talk about the fact that I was cooking a lot this week. Whatever. We don't need to talk about that. I was cooking a lot this week. All right, let's move on. All right. So today's episode is one that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, we are going to talk about reinvention and rebirth, and that is the meat of today's episode. So let's take a quick ad break and then we'll be right back. So reinvention and rebirth. Let's talk about it. I've talked about rebirth a couple of times on this podcast before, and essentially rebirth is something that myself and my immediate close group of friends do, and we call it rebirth. It starts officially on March 1st, but the concept can be applied anytime and anywhere. Also, the idea of reinvention is so appealing to me. I saw one time that Aries, which I am, love to constantly reinvent themselves, reinvent their ideas, their businesses, and they just like fresh starts, like a rebranding all the time. And I could not agree with that more. I know it's so annoying when people are like, oh yeah, my Zodiac sign says I'm a bitch. So I'm a bitch. Like, no, I get it. But I read that and I was like, I really do feel resonated with that. I posted it on Instagram and all my fellow Aries swiped up and were like, oh my God, me too. So maybe it is an Aries thing. But at the end of the day, I do think people like reinvention. We like the fact that we can change our minds, our ideas, our identities at any moment. Yes, it can be scary, but I think it's a very freeing idea, a very freeing action And I absolutely love it. And I love talking about it. And I take every Sunday, honestly, as an opportunity of reinvention. I feel like every Sunday, I get to sit down, plan my week, and just have the most beautiful reinvention. I get to plan out what my morning routines that week get to look like, what meals I want to make that week, what my goals are that week. It's like this mini rebirth every single Sunday. And it is my favorite thing to do on Sundays. It is totally like my Sunday ritual, my Sunday routine. So that's kind of what reinvention means to me. It can mean something different for you. But Let's talk about how this can apply to you and really what rebirth is. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
So for me, Rebirth started March 1st of 2016 unintentionally. It started when I read the book Skinny Bitch, which I've talked about many times on this podcast. And once I read Skinny Bitch, my life changed for the better. Um, It opened my eyes to being plant-based for, I think I did that for like a year and like three months, almost a year and a half, which I'm not plant-based anymore. And I'm not necessarily recommending to read that book. The book changed my life because once I went plant-based, it opened my eyes to living a healthy lifestyle, which introduced me to spin, which ultimately led me to the current journey and season of life that I'm in, which is being an entrepreneur and owning my own spin studios. And that seriously all happened because I read a book. If I did not read Skinny Bitch on March 1st of 2016, I don't know where I would be. I don't know if I would have spin studios. I don't know if I would have stride. I don't know if I'd have this podcast. I don't know anything. And it's crazy to think that a book that I was told to read by a friend in my psych social class in my senior year of high school totally changed my life. If I had not read Skinny Bitch, would I have started working out? Probably, but to the capacity that I enjoyed it because being plant-based and skinny bitch was like the catalyst to me going to work out. I don't know. This is all ifs, ands, whats, you know, whatever. It's fun to like think about other paths that we could have went down. But the fact of the matter is that I went plant-based, got into working out, lost a bunch of weight, felt really good about it. And because of that, I wanted to continue this life, make others feel the way that I felt and open up my own spin studios. That was literally because I read a bitch, a, a bitch. I read a book on March 1st, 2016. And it was truly the lead domino to discovering a new version of myself beyond the person I knew at the time. And the person that I knew at the time was someone that was doing makeup tutorials on YouTube. And I knew that I didn't want to pursue being a full-time influencer. I knew that there was something more that I wanted to do, but I didn't know what it was yet. So there were a couple things working for me. One, I was open to new ideas. And two, I took opportunities that came my way. Like I read a book. I went to spin class for the first time. I I said yes to a bunch of things that maybe I wouldn't have. Um But what I knew is that I was open to new ideas and I allowed it to run its course and I followed. Rebirth and reinvention is simply an opportunity to tap into your greatest self, which I think is so amazing. And your greatest self, your best self, your highest self, whatever you want to call this, can be redefined a million times over according to your season of life. Like, for example, when I was 17 in March of 2016, I wanted totally different things than I did now when I'm 23 in 2022. When I was 17 in March of 2016, I was just about to start dating, um, and like start dating like you guys all know like my journey like whatever I was about to start dating and I was like so in love I was head over heels and I just wanted to be like the best version of myself so that I could give my boyfriend at the time like the best version of me to him like I wanted to feel my best look my best be my best act my best and I was really happy so what I wanted then was totally different than the stage I'm in now which is 
I just want to find a great career path for me, which obviously I'm on the path of my career path, but I really believe that opportunities come all the time and I'm always open to opportunities. So, and obviously when I was 17, I wasn't thinking about owning spin studios, but here I am at 23 thinking about owning spin studios and releasing planners and, you know, doing all these sorts of things that I wouldn't have ever known. What I'm getting at is that you can redefine what the best self version of you is a million times over. Like what I just said a couple of minutes ago, every Sunday I can redefine what the best version of myself looks like. And I can redefine who I want to be that week and how I want to act and who I want to talk to and what do I want to say yes to? What do I want to say no to? What opportunities do I want to bring in? What do I want to limit myself to? You can truly reinvent yourself a million times over as many times as you want. You're allowed to change your mind over and over and over and over again because who you are is going to constantly change and constantly evolve. And the idea of reinvention and rebirth really just taps into that. And God, it's just such an amazing and freeing feeling. So rebirth officially always starts on March 1st of uh, any year. So I guess this year it's going to be March 1st, 2022. Now, um, I'm going to give you guys my top tips to start rebirth slash reinvention of yourself and what I found the most helpful whenever it comes to March 1st. But honestly, you can do this anytime. But for me, March 1st is just like the anniversary date of when I read Skinny Bitch and that's like what changed my life. It's so crazy that this is going to be six years, six years since I was a senior in high school. That is crazy to me. Crazy. All right. So I have nine tips. I wish I had 10, but I couldn't think of a 10th, so I have nine. Number one, allow yourself these days of laziness and sadness. I find that after my laziest days, I feel my best. My best. I'm very clear-headed, I'm inspired, and I'm motivated. Now, I wrote this down because I kind of said it in the beginning of the episode, but I am thick in winter, as most of us are, and... I'm really feeling it this year. I got to be honest. I don't want to leave my apartment. It is cold. It is raining. It is miserable outside. And I like being inside. And I'm just really feeling winter this year, man. Like it's kind of getting me down a little bit. I won't lie. It's really getting me down. But rather than freaking out about it, I'm kind of surrendering to the feeling. I'm letting myself feel what I need to feel. And It's showing up to me in the phase of like slow down, process things as they are, and take it easy. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to appreciate this pace of life because I know in the summers it picks up and I get like tired in the summer. So I'm trying to appreciate this slower pace of life that I'm currently experiencing right now in the winter time. And I'm also letting myself feel a little lazy, maybe not feel my most productive, or like I have a million things going on. I'm just sort of letting my days happen, letting opportunities come and taking this time to create, to work on passion projects such as my planners and to not be so hard on myself. And I feel like since the conception of Stride, I've been so hustle, hustle, hustle then COVID hit and that really kind of rewired my brain a little bit. And now when I I do go in these phases of 
feeling low energy or like I, um, I don't know, like I'm just not like booking out every hour on the hour of things to do. I'm accepting it and I'm surrendering to it and I'm enjoying it. So I'm taking the slower pace of life and I'm allowing myself to do that because I know that after this lull is going to come a high. And on that high, I'm going to feel inspired, motivated, very clear-headed, very level-headed, very creative. And I know that these low moments are going to spark these really great moments for me in the future. So I'm kind of just sinking into it and not looking at this as a bad thing or as a good thing, but just letting it be. So this is how you prepare for reinvention and rebirth, is just letting this current phase of life that's maybe a little slower and not as exciting just happen. And it's okay. It's okay to let life just happen sometimes. So number one is surrender to the feeling. Number two is to be open to opportunities and redirections. If I never read Skinny Bitch, my entire life would be different. If I never went to a spin class, I would have never fallen in love with spin and eventually been where I am today. Allowing opportunities to happen, being open to opportunities, open to advice, open to a redirection of my life, it's all going to get you to where you need to be. When I say redirection, I'm also kind of referring to me back in March of 2016, I wanted to go to Penn State for college so bad, but I didn't get in. I got into a branch campus, but I only wanted to go main campus. So I ended up going to Alabama. And when I went to Alabama, I realized I didn't really want to do college. I left college and opened up a spin studio. If I was not redirected from Penn State to Alabama, would I still have dropped out and opened a spin studio? I don't know. So what I mean by that is just redirections happen. No's happen so other doors can open for you. And sometimes in the moment, it doesn't make sense. And one of my favorite quotes that I always say is the universe has no obligation to make sense to you. So in these moments where things don't feel like they're going your way or you feel like things are working against you, everything is working for you. And it might not make sense now, but in some, in some time it will. In due time, it will make sense. So be open to opportunities. Say yes to things. Say yes to people. And if one door closes, another opens. So allow and accept opportunities and redirections during this time of rebirth. Number three is put yourself first. What happens if you are so selfish for the next three months? What's going to happen? You put yourself first. You try and maybe eat healthier. You try and maybe work out. You try and meet new people. You try and set time aside for yourself. What's going to happen? The only thing that's going to happen here is that you're going to find this version of yourself that you're searching for. And putting yourself first is never a bad thing. I love the period of rebirth because it really is the time where you prioritize yourself. And that's never a bad thing. Number four is to try new things. This kind of goes hand in hand with being open to opportunities. But what I mean by this is try new things such as workouts, try new foods, try new routines, try new restaurants, put yourself out there, try hanging out with new friends, going to new social settings, reading new books, 
Um, There are so many new things out there for you to discover. And it's really easy to stay where you're comfortable. But had I not, I always prefer back to March 1st, 2016, because that truly was the catalyst of everything that I think about. And I refer back to that a lot throughout this episode. But I truly think that if I didn't try new plant-based foods, I wouldn't have stuck with it. And had I not stuck with it, I don't know if I'd be where I am today. So try new things is what I'm saying. Number five is do what you feel best serves you, meaning eat the foods that you feel best serves you. Do the workouts that you feel best serves you. Surround yourself with people that you feel best serves you. Um, Really just surrounding yourself with the best scenarios, best people, and best opportunities because in those moments, you become the equivalent of who you hang out with, who you surround yourself with, what you surround yourself with, what you consume, meaning content, food, all that sort of stuff. So if you put yourself first and do what best serves you, you are going to come out a better version of yourself at the end of this. Number six goes along with that, which is block out the noise. I briefly talked about this on my last YouTube video. And I said along the lines of once I stopped listening to diet culture and all these science-backed proven studies of what foods are best for us, what diets are best for us, what workouts are best for us, I started finding what actually works best for me. Tori Simone, and what makes me feel best and what I can actually be consistent at. And once I blocked out the noise, I found my journey, I found my path, and I'm allowing myself to continue on that path. But had I listened to the noise and listened to the podcasts, YouTube videos, shows, articles, I would still be so incredibly lost. So sometimes it's best to block out the noise and just focus on yourself and what you know deep down is best for you. Number seven is create a mood board and set it as your phone background. Um, This mood board is kind of like a higher self manifestation in a visual aspect. So go on Canva and just get photos, quotes, aesthetics, colors, images that make you feel how you want to be in three months, in six months, in a year, whatever. And remember, this can change however many times you want. Um, But it's really good to manifest that and see that and feel that throughout a journey of rebirth and reinvention. Number eight is develop three new habits. When I was in my initial rebirth in March 1st, 2016, my habits were drinking more water. And these also were not habits that I planned out. They just happened. And I look back in time and I'm like, yeah, I did these three things. I drank more water. I was working out three to four times a week and I was plant-based. So pick three habits, three overarching goals and develop them into habits. And number nine is allow yourself to be your best self and stop holding yourself back. It is so easy to get in your own way and to think that you don't deserve a good life. You don't deserve all the things that are coming your way. Imposter syndrome can get in the way. It is so easy to be the person that stops your best self from emerging and your best life from happening. 
But you will be amazed at how amazing your life will be if you allow yourself to experience this best version of you. So all that I'm asking during your rebirth and reinvention period is to give yourself the chance. You will be amazed at what you do when you give yourself the chance to shine and to reinvent and to be whoever the hell you want to be. Guys, those are my tips for reinvention and rebirth. This was always something that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, but I never really knew how to. And today I was like, you know what? I'm done overthinking this. And I just like word vomited on a notes app on my laptop and spoke it out loud. And I like it. I like it a lot. I hope you guys like it as well. Um, Guys, that is all that I have for you today. Um, Please be sure to let me know what you guys think of this episode. Post it in your stories and tag me in it. It helps the podcast so much. Share this with a friend. And guys, I hope you have an amazing Monday. I will talk to you next week. And happy Manifest Monday, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.